This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Your true self is who you truly are. It is your soul. It is your essence. It is you. Your true self is kind, compassionate, and wise. Your true self is the source of your creativity and your inner power. Because you are connected to your true self, you feel good and have a wonderful sense of well-being. You are connected to your power source, to your strength, to your center. You are connected to that which allows you to create a wonderful life. It is the source that will provide fuel for your upcoming life's journey. Valeria Tellez interviews Bonnie Barnes, the author of Experiencing the Shift, Book One, A New Way of Thinking, Seeing, and Being. Bonnie Barnes is from Beverly Hills, California, and is a graduate of UCLA. She currently resides in Scottsdale, Arizona, where she maintains a private practice providing psychotherapy, hypnotherapy, and shift actualization coaching. Ms. Barnes has created the shift actualization process in which individuals are able to shift out of pain, blocks, barriers, and limitations into a new state of consciousness, allowing for a greater experience of joy, happiness, fulfillment, and the manifesting of dreams. A sense of hope, relief, and freedom often is experienced for individuals dealing with anxiety, loss, depression, and addiction. She helps families and couples move out of conflict into deep, intimate connection. Those consciously on a spiritual path reach new levels of insight, understanding, and experience. For some, the shift takes place over a period of time. For others, it happens immediately. As an author and speaker, Ms. Barnes enjoys sharing her unique approach to relationships, life, and spiritual growth with others. On radio and television, on social media, and as an expert source for the Arizona Republic and her advice column, Ask Bonnie, she has provided specific strategies for dealing with life's challenges and for living life to the fullest. Through her books and workbooks, as well as during shift actualization, seminars and weekend retreats, she and her certified shift facilitators help individuals and professionals turn personal and professional dreams into a reality. For more information about her books, events, and shift facilitator training, please visit bonniebarnes.com or her YouTube channel, Connecting with Your True Self at Bonnie Barnes. If you are interested in arranging future speaking engagements, customized shift actualization seminars and retreats, or private coaching sessions, please email her at bonniebarnes at yahoo.com. Also, meet Bonnie at bonniebarnes.com. Here's the interview with Bonnie Barnes. 
in your own, own words, who is Bonnie Barnes? <laughs> I'm a person who goes through life um, having my true self, doing the best I can to have my true self reflected in the world and making a difference with everything that I do and with everybody that I'm with. So talk to me a bit more about that, Bonnie. What is the true self and how do we learn to recognize the true self when it's um, operating, when it's here? So for me, the true self is just another name for our soul or our authentic self. It's our essence. I found that uh, in my belief system that when a baby's born, that their soul comes into their physical body and that as we go through life, the way we can feel our true self is whenever we're having a sense of peace or feel like we can do anything in the world um, and we feel just love and, and just amazing feelings, that's when we're connected with our true self. Is that something that we practice? We learn to get to that state or this is an understanding in the moment? Is that something that we carry on the insights from it? Yes. How does it work? Yeah. yeah. So the thing is that I've created a method where people are living from that place most of the time. Um, and people always come to me thinking they have to make an effort and they have to try and it's something hard to achieve. It's actually something that all you have to do is close your eyes and think of a time when you felt that feeling and you'll be connected with your soul. It's right there. It's not nothing that you have to work at. It's nothing you have to uh, get to. It is your essence. That's the way you can feel it immediately. Mm, so it's always here. It's not hidden, right, Bonnie, in any way? It is who you are. There's all these things in life that have disconnected us from our true self. And so the shift method that I've created, the shift actualization is how to feel that and how to stay in that place, um, no matter what's happening around you. Like you said, we are never disconnected. It's just a feeling, right, Bonnie, of disconnection that sometimes we have. Well, yeah, no, no, but that feeling of disconnection is we don't feel connected to it. So it's mm. that is who we are. But there's a lot of things that both internally and externally that make us lose touch with it. You know, that's what I do is I support people in being able to feel it right away, feel their essence right away, their soul, and then to identify the different thoughts and different circumstances and situations where they get disconnected, they feel that disconnection and they feel a sense of not knowing who they are or feeling lost. Yeah, right. Which is how most people feel. How to describe authenticity? I feel like I'm like repeating the same thing, uh, but, authenticity, yeah. <laughs> but authenticity is when your true self is reflected in the world, then you feel authentic because it's you. I know that they talk about love, joy, inner peace, these wonderful feelings. I wonder if the opposite feelings are also perhaps not who we are, but they are the door to get us to who we are, to feel connected. They are the messengers. Do you see it that way too, Bonnie, the negative feelings and strong emotions? Yes. Yeah, I don't. I see it a little bit differently. I think that our physical form as human beings is that we have emotions that's part of our physical physicality. And so all emotions are, it's important to be able to, it's very important to be in touch with what we're feeling because it helps us to understand life and ourselves in the world. I don't believe that's part of our soul. I believe that our soul is that sense of peace 
but that as human beings, that we have emotions and they're very, they're extremely important. And most people aren't really in touch with their emotions and understand what precedes the emotions. When we understand our emotions and our thoughts and the circumstances, then we have the choice, we have the ability to choose what we want to do versus being reactive. And then we don't have the ability to create the life we want as much because we don't have the awareness. And I wonder if there is a destination or if the true self coming from that place, from the soul's place of who we are, is that somehow a place to stay? Or even when we are connected, there is still room for some negative emotions or at least to perceive them. Do you see it that way too, Bonnie? Being in a space where we can be open to everything there is without judgment. Um, if I understand your, your question correctly, I don't see them as being um, in opposition. In other words, I think our true state is that sense of peace. Right. And that there's things that happen where we have an emotional response, but we have the ability to look at that emotion and to acknowledge that we have that, that emotion and then to stay in that emotion or to shift out of it. And so I don't call it negativity. I call it if we're feeling sad, it's important to respect that we're feeling sad and to understand why we're feeling sad. And then we also have a choice to stay in that place of sadness, sometimes for the rest of our life, or we can choose to say, you know what, I feel sad or I feel angry and for good reason. And, but do I want to stay in the state that do I want to be in the state for my life or do I want to acknowledge it and then be able to live my life from the space of my soul and my true self and that place of joy and peace. I guess what the question I was trying to ask is that when we are connected to the true self, I mean, we're always connected to that, but when we become aware of that connection, then it doesn't mean that life will be perfect. All the, let's say, the challenges will end. That's an, an illusion, right, Bonnie? Yeah, I mean, I believe that... Um Because we're human beings, we have those emotions. And so that's why it's important to honor them and to acknowledge that we're having them and to understand why we're having them. Um, and as long as we're, you know, on this earth and in human form, I mean, there's been probably a certain amount of people who've come here and they've been able to transcend all of that. But for most of us, because we're human beings, we're going to have those emotions and it's part of our experience here. Mm. Having said that, we really have the ability to be able to shift out of them into that place of peace all the time. I mean, I live in that place most of the time of that peace. And there's all kinds of things I've gone through in my life that have been difficult and I felt a tremendous range of emotions. But I mean, like there was a time in my life when somebody I really loved passed away and I was in so much pain and I'd had gone through a lot of hard things in my life before that. And I remember thinking to myself, You know, if anyone said to me that I don't have a right to be depressed, no one would say that because after what I've gone through, they'd say, yeah, you, you know, to be depressed and to be unhappy, it, it's completely understandable. And then the next thought in my mind was, do I want to live that way for the rest of my life? And the answer was no. And so we have the ability to feel those feelings and to also be able to make a choice if we want to stay in that state. And it's and most people don't realize they have the ability to do that. 
Would you call that uh, true power? Is that a power that we have within that most of us don't know of? Yes, yes. And I would use instead of the word power, I'd say um, that as we evolve spiritually, that is part of the spiritual path is recognizing that we have, I'd use the word ability. In order to evolve, that's an important piece of evolving, is being able to recognize that we have the ability to choose. Mm. And most people don't realize that we have the ability to choose. And that doesn't mean negating what we're experiencing. It's saying, it's honoring, you can't choose something else until you're allowing yourself to experience what you're experiencing. Ah, it's so true. Beautifully said. Uh, so true. How did you come to these understandings, Bonnie? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, that's, no, uh, that's a lot of times <laughs> my clients ask me that question. So um, I was just talking with somebody yesterday about that. So the thing is that I was very blessed when I was little. My life really was like ideal from my child's point of view. And then there was a point in my life where like everything I thought life was, everything, the foundation my life was built on was like destroyed. And the pain was immense. And because I'd experienced what it felt like to live in the world in that and connected to my true self and having that joy and that peace and feeling safe with everyone around me and happy and all those feelings that I knew it existed, Mm, but um, no one knew how to tell me how to get there, get it back. And so I went through a personal journey of looking for the truth, capital T, not what's right or wrong, but what was really the truth in life. And through that process, I discovered all these different things. How fascinating that journey must have been. And so the thing is that a lot of people actually go through that. They are searching for that because everyone has within themselves that feeling like there's more to life or there's more or there's a happiness or there's a there to get to. People who are on a growth path are reading and learning and listening in order to grow. What I found though, and this is something that was really a gift I feel that was given to me is that I was able to put it all together so that it actually, people can have that. And in a really short time, and that's what the shift is. I love that. Thank you so much for being you and to have that courage to do what you do and trusting. That's what comes to me also as a message as we talked off record before the interview about trust. I love, love this idea that we can trust what is like our what's happening to us, what's being presented, our own nature, how it works. Uh, We talked about uh, being late. It's my case a lot of times. So that's what it feels like, like when we are connected with that place that you speak of, you call it the true self. The message is just trust that no matter what's happening, how it's happening, just um, stay at peace and trust it. It's, that's very powerful because most people, they hear, I call it the true self has a true voice. So within ourselves, when we are compassionate to ourselves, that trusting you're talking about, that's coming from our true self and that's our true voice. And for most people, it's very soft because they're surrounded by so much criticism and judgment and we internalize that at a young age. And so that becomes the louder voice inside of most people's heads and around in our society as well. And so listening to your true voice and trusting it 
is really important because it really does lead to amazing, amazing places and experiences. And it's so hard often to trust it because it's so soft at times, but it's so important. It's I have chills all over my body actually because it's so important to hold on to that and to listen to it and follow it because it does lead to such amazing experiences. I agree a trillion times. To yeah, that. I know you've experienced it yourself. <laughs> uh, yes, absolutely. And it feels like a practice, but it's not really a practice, right, Bonnie? Is it a practice? In my opinion, it's not a practice. And that's what I do when I'm working with people. Is like first, you get to feel what it feels like when you're connected to your true self. And like I said, all you have to do is close your eyes and go back to a moment when you felt like you could do anything and that you just felt or that you felt amazing peace or whatever that feeling is and think back on an experience like that, close your eyes and get reconnect with that emotion. That emotion isn't because of the experience. It's the emotion, what you're experiencing within yourself when your eyes are closed is you. It's not about practice. It's about first knowing what it feels like when you're connected with your soul. Right. And then it's about identifying the different things that throw you take disconnect you. Mm. Okay. And that comes just like when I'm working with people, it's just, um, that's what we do together. So they don't have to really, a person doesn't have to work at it. We just do it together and reading the book as well. Um, and my journals and things like that. So then you're, what happens is you shift into another level of consciousness and another level of awareness. You become aware, you start looking at things differently because you're looking at it from the lens of your true self versus, uh, things that people are saying that you should or shouldn't feel or how life should or shouldn't be, just as one example. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. So it is, in a way, not a practice, but it is a remembrance, isn't it? Returning to that place that never left us, which is interesting. It's not really a return because it has been always here. I would say it's um, as you gain more awareness of yourself, of your true self, more awareness and understanding of people and why people do what they do and what's really going on. You know, when you go to higher levels of consciousness, you're seeing things from a higher vantage point. As if you're a bird and you're looking down and you can see so much more than if you're in the trees and you're just looking around next to you. So when you go to a higher level of awareness or consciousness, you're able to see and have an understanding of a situation or why someone's saying something or why you're doing something and behaving a certain way. You can see it from this higher level of awareness and understanding, and then you have different options of how you're going to interact with the person or what choices you're going to make. That's not about a practice. That's about a shift in perspective Mm. in your view of what really is happening in life and really what your purpose is here and a much bigger picture. Otherwise, it's too confusing because you're looking at, well, if I do these specific things, then it'll lead to this. It doesn't work for me and with my clients. That isn't how it works. It's a process that I didn't sit down and create it. It's like I had clients that were coming to me one particular week and and each one was coming in and saying like, oh my God, just since last time, I don't know, it's, things are so different. And it started happening a lot. And I said, I must be doing something for people to be having such a change in their lives so quickly. And that's what I was doing without realizing is I was, when they would share with me something, I'd share with them from my perspective, what I saw. And if they could see what I was seeing and they agreed with it, all of a sudden they shifted into this higher level of consciousness. And all of a sudden they started seeing things that they hadn't seen before. And they started interacting in different ways than they had before because they had a different understanding of the situation. 
Right. And the source of it came from initially, I always help people connect with their true self. I try not to um, kind of create these levels, different levels, like you, we talk about higher levels of consciousness, because I don't see anything as low. I always tell people when I say higher, it doesn't mean better. Right. It doesn't mean better than, mm. like, because the thing is, I can guarantee you, since it's happened to me, I mean, there's can't guarantee, but my life, the way my life is, I'm always going to higher levels of consciousness. So in it could be tomorrow. It could be a month from now. It could be right now as we're speaking. I could be moving into higher level of consciousness. What that means is I have a bigger view of things. I'm gaining understanding of things that I didn't and seeing things I didn't see before. And the, and the higher means that vantage point is I'm able to see more. Right. So it's not about higher and lower or better or right. not. Yeah, thank you for clarifying that, right? Yeah, because yes. we're all on our journey. And so, and it never ends. That's why when people come to me and they say, I want to get there. And I say to them, there, <laughs> there isn't a there. Because when you're on a growth path and when you're evolving, it never ends. You know, I was a concert pianist and as a, as a child, you know, before I became a therapist. And the amazing thing about classical music is there's never a there. You never get, there's always more that you're going to be experiencing. And there's more you're going to see and experience that you never did before, no matter how advanced you are. So there isn't a there on the, on things, certain things in life. There's not, it's, and that's, what's exciting though. Yeah. Right. You that's know? what makes it fun. Right. In the way, Bonnie, isn't it? <laughs> inspirational and living in passion and being true to yourself because you're letting yourself feel whatever it is you're feeling and you're not pushing it down and you're not denying it and you're not pushing it aside. You're letting yourself feel whatever it is you're feeling and let yourself see what you see without making, you know, I was talking with an, another new client who was saying, you know, and, and I found this with like everybody almost is that when they get into relationships and they're in an unhealthy relationship, they saw all the things from the beginning, but they close their eyes. So when you have your eyes open, then you have the ability to gain so much understanding and to have the ability to choose right. to create the life that's more in accordance with your true self. I know. I love, love what you do and how you do it, the way you express yourself too, the way you communicate Thank the message. You. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, there you Thank you. You wrote a book and you offer coaching and training. I would love for you to talk to me a bit more about these different ways that you help people. The book title is Experiencing the Shift, book one, a new way of thinking, seeing, and being. And then the shift actualization process. And then we talk off record for a moment. You have the shift training and you also offer coaching, as I mentioned. So talk to me about these different ways that you spread this beautiful message in our reality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, first, I'm a psychotherapist. So I see people individually. Then I created this, um, it was really given to me this shift this method, this process, the shift actualization process, um, which is registered and trademarked. It's something that I've provided trainings, created trainings to provide to coaches, to therapists, to people that have the yoga studios, you know, for people who want to be able to support people in experiencing the shift. I have different types of trainings that train people in this um, to be able to do it, help other people, whether it's individually or in groups. 
So I, and I do, you know, my private individual and I do also workshops and training uh, workshops, which are separate than the trainings. Trainings is training people to do all the things that, that I've, I've created and that I do with people. Um, it was interesting because, you know, how I was sharing that when people were coming in and during this one week period and I had the realization that I was doing something different than anything I've ever heard of, I went home and I started to write it in a book form. And as I was writing the book, in the book, I talk about how um, it's kind of it turned out to be a, it's a long story, but basically within the book, I talk about writing in a journal. So I stopped writing the book and I went and wrote a journal to go with the book. And then I continued writing the book. And then all of a sudden I thought this would be, I had an idea of what to do in terms of having people experience it in life. So I created workshops. And so all these things, I train people in doing, in sharing this method with other people through individual coaching, through being a facilitator and facilitating groups in going into retreats and, and offering these different workshops. And so people can experiencing the shift either through reading the book or doing the journal or working with myself or working with facilitators and people I've trained. What is the best way to contact you, Bonnie? Through my email, bonniebarnes at yahoo.com. Okay, email. So I'll have your email on the podcast profile too. Besides your website, I think I have it here, don't I? It's, yeah, it's bonniebarnes.com. Yes, I do have it here. So I'll have those two there. So a question that came to me is, what does it take usually, in general, what does it take for someone to be open to experiencing the shift? Have you seen like some commonalities or... Uh, some shared experiences that lead us to that point? Yeah, it's the same thing that um, leads anyone to be open to growing. If a person's open to growing, the shift just uh, provides a way for them to be able to, I never make promises, but it usually happens really quickly and almost immediately it begins, the shift begins. So as long as the person's open and wants to grow, that's all that's needed. I remember when I begin to open, do healing work and access and returning to the natural place that was me. It took mm-hmm. a lot of suffering, though. I went through a lot of uh, challenges in order to become open to it, to see more, to go deeper. So I wonder if it takes, for most of us, it takes going through hardships in order to return to inner peace, to, to joy. Or for some of us, it doesn't take pain. It doesn't take suffering. And that's what I wonder sometimes, because more often than not, I see here talking on the podcast and from my own experience that has happened. I became a lot more open when I went, every time I went through um, challenging times, it just it opened up even more. So I would love to hear more from you on this topic. Yeah, Valeria, thank you for sharing that about yourself and your journey. I would say that for most people, that's what you've expressed that you went through. That's how it is for most people. Once in a while, you hear about people who have this instantaneous, like, uh, awakening. Mm, Yeah. Okay, but that's really rare. Most of the time, it's your journey is what most people go through. Right. What's incredible about the shift experience is it's different. It's the suffering isn't like that. First of all, mm-hmm. when people start with me, I say the work we do together is so intense, but we're going to have a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, I never make promises. That's what happens because I see things and I share it with my clients and they look and if they see it, it's like these huge 
aha moments, these huge insights. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And then there's like, there's an excitement that goes with it. You know, also part of the shift is I try to like, when I've shared sometimes what I do with people, one of the ways I describe it is I'm able to see a person's spiritual, psychological, like a spine, like a person has a physical spine. I have a sense of a person's spiritual and psychological and emotional spine, and I can see what vertebrae are out of place. Mm. And so when I'm working with people, I'm putting the vertebrae back in place. So what happens is that when it's in place, then a person is able to have their true self much more reflected in the world without something getting in the way of it. Because so many times people want to create something, but they feel they have all these blocks to doing it. Or they can't understand why they're choosing. They, they can see something's not good for them, but they do it anyways. There's reasons why. When the vertebrae are in, in alignment, a person, there's a flow that happens, a connection between a person's soul and the universe, really. It's actually amazing. And part of the experience also of the shift is releasing past pain because um, what I found is that if you imagine within your body that that there's a sense of peace and joy, but what happens is as we go through pain, we absorb the pain. And so the pain fills up those spaces. So it's really hard to feel those our natural state because there's so much pain in there. And once we release it, which is part of the shift actualization process, when you're releasing the pain, then all of a sudden your natural state and your natural joy is there. It's not like you have to create it. It's there. Right. Because it's, yeah, it's just, it's amazing. I mean, I don't take credit for this. It's, I feel like it was given to me. I just, it's incredible. Yeah. I love the way you say that. <laughs> yeah. It was given to you. I came yeah, to Yeah. I, I really feel like that. Uh. And I know that a lot of people who listen to your podcast and everything, they're very spiritually evolved. So that's the language they speak. Yeah, and I'm really grateful. I mean, I have such gratitude. And mm. it's not about when you talked about above and below, it's not the the more you see, the more gratitude and humility you have, because uh-huh. it's like, it's just, um, life is so filled with such amazing amazement. It's just a sense of amazement and awe. Yeah, I love your wisdom, Bonnie. It's oh, beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> it's thank so you. true. <laughs> it's yeah. so true. So your book, I have reviewed your book and I read it. It felt to me as almost like as a uh, as a best friend kind of talking to me, that voice. It's exactly it, the way you describe the voice of the true self, like almost like a true self-guided meditation. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. So the first part of the book, you have the um, step one, two, and three. Step one, knowing you want more. Step two, making the decision to do whatever it takes. Step three, preparing for your upcoming journey. So you go through these, um, we go through those steps, and then you have a section of your book that it's called The Magical Place of Awareness. I love that. And then you have the your true self, cave one, and then your false self, cave two. There's something that you say that I wrote here that caught my attention. It is experiencing the most important adventure one can have in this life, meeting your true self. The way you said that, it's magical to me because it feels true. Thank you so much again for doing what you do, the way you do it. It feels incredibly true and good, although I don't see good and bad, but it feels, it's warm. It warms the heart. That's what it is. 
So thank you, Bonnie, again. Oh, thank you so much. It was really, I was really looking forward to our talking together. And and thank you for doing this and bringing all of your love and your warmth and your caring and the wisdom of all the people who come, you know, on your show to reach so many people. I mean, it's transformational and it makes such a difference because we have the time that we have on our lifetime and um, the choices that we make and the experiences we have can make it completely different and amazing and, and just inspirational. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Before I ask you my ending questions, would you like to add anything else or read a passage in your book? No, I think um, anybody who would like to um, live in inspiration and passion and be free of living in a state of suffering, please call me, email me. We can have go forward on your new path together. Wonderful. So my ending questions, I'll ask you two of them. What is another word for life? Hope. Hope, right. And the last question is, what three experiences you wish everyone to have before they lose the body, before they die? To really know themselves and love themselves and appreciate the beauty of who they are. To be able to be connected with the gifts that were given specifically to you to make a difference in the world and touch other people's lives. Um, And whatever it is that you're here to do, to be able to actualize that in the world. Coming from that place when you talk about power, when we're connected with our true self, that's our source of power to create. And the third thing I wish for people is um, fulfillment and whatever your heart desires. Mm. I love that openness too. <laughs> whatever <laughs> your heart desires, right? Because it's very individual in a way, isn't yeah. it? That's beautiful the way you say that too. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Again. Thank you. Thank you so much. For your presence. Thank you. And again, uh, before we say goodbye, where can we find more information about you, your books, products, services, coaching, training programs, and future projects? Yeah, just go to my website, bonniebarnes.com, or send me an email, bonniebarnes at yahoo.com. Wonderful. Thank you again. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much. Beautiful. Thank you, Bonnie. We'll talk soon. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Bonnie Barnes and her work, please visit bonniebarnes.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org/podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now. <laughs>